back. Back for Thirsty Thursdays. Back first Thirsty Thursday of the year. First, like, official episode of yeah. the Beer Bros this yeah. week. That was a little impromptu. We had, uh, uh, what was that, Saturday? Uh, yeah, days, last Saturday. They seem to run together these, <laughs> time, these days. Uh, it was a yes, fun one, though. It was a fun one, yeah. Uh, always fun to be at Three Sheeps. Always fun to come live from a brewery, so. Have some guests. Yes, uh, some, some little surprise guests. And today we have a surprise guest in Bonnie today. She is <laughs> yes. she's actively in uh, in on this this. Uh, I was about to say interview, but podcast. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, she is uh, my two-year-old Boston Terrier, and she likes all the attention in the world. So right now she's just got her, her little front legs up on the chair where <laughs> Joe's sitting and keeps bugging him when he doesn't pet her. It's Yeah, uh, it it's a labor of love, but it's all right. <laughs> we love our dogs. Uh, yes, absolutely. And we also love our beer, and we are yes. back for 2022. Uh, I feel like it's like kind of tradition at this point. Like the first episode, we just choose kind of like a Chicago brewery. Yeah. And do, do a little deep dive on them. Rob, what's the brewery we chose today? We got Dovetail. Uh, I'm, this is one I'm really excited about. You know, we've only had so many beers on the show. Actually, I think what, I think, one? I think I think only one, maybe, maybe two. Yeah. Maybe two, but uh, definitely one for sure. That was one that made it very far into our uh, yes. Chicago beer bracket. That we'll just spoil that one. It's Vienna-style lager. Yeah. Of course we have to have it. <laughs> Uh, I think the four beers we have are kind of like the big four of Dovetail. I would agree. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but before we get into all of that, before we get into the Dovetail of it all, Rob, you want to tell people where they can reach us on social media? Yep. Download Untapped if you haven't already. Username, DeBeerBros. Email us, DeBeerBros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcast. Uh, Twitter at DeBeerBros1. Instagram, Pod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and beer racket videos on YouTube. Yes, absolutely. Hit us up. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to do our best to be more active on our social medias in general. Uh, so just keep your eyes out for that. But uh, like we said, Dovetail is on the show today. Uh, the four beers we have, we have, like I said, the big four. We have Hellas Lager, Kolsch Style Ale, Hefeweizen, and Vienna Style Lager. Um, very popular ones, Rob. Have you had all of these or no? No, I think I've actually only had Vienna. So okay. Yeah, I this would be very interesting for me. I have had all four. I think I got. I think I got like a specific sampler, so I got one of each from um, from Dovetail when I went there like like a year ago. So uh, excited to have them on. It's been a while since I've had a few of these, so awesome. looking forward to that. It's a little bit of a refresher. Yes, absolutely, uh, and. Let's get into a little bit of history here about Dovetail. There wasn't a lot out there. Not a whole lot on their website, but this all came from their website. As you kind of noticed from Joe talking about all four beers, they're all European-style brews, and that's that's all Dovetail does. Um, it was started by two guys, both from the Chicagoland area, Bill and Hagen. Hagen? Hagen? I think Hagen. I think, I think Hagen. Uh, but they met at Doman's Institute, which is in Munich, which is kind of similar to the Siebel Institute in Chicago. Um, and I guess Doman's does have a brewery like university uh, spot in, in Chicago as well. Now, Rob, I, I know what Doman's is, but Bonnie's a little confused. Could you maybe <laughs> just elaborate a little bit on what Doman's Institute is? It's where you uh, you get your your brewery certificate. Gotcha. Essentially, okay. that's where you take courses to be to become a head brewer. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. So both were studying for their master brewer certification. Uh, both 
like I said, they were from Chicago. Uh, they had a love for traditional European brewing techniques. Uh, per their website, we decided to join our talents and shared vision into a stronger form like a dovetail joint. Oh. <laughs> that's that's clever. You get it? That's okay. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a dovetail joint, as they describe it, it is the classic sign for quality and craftsmanship which is how they would describe their beer. Interesting. Um, the, the dovetail joint is a, I guess, a, like a wood, I don't want, no, not woodworking. What is it? Carpentry? Yeah. Type of, like, joints of how you connect two pieces of wood. Um, it is, it's the good. strongest joint in, uh, in carpentry. I, I don't even know what you would call it. Carpentry? <laughs> carpentry, yeah. 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 <laughs> you got it. I was going to say woodworking, but... I, the, the I, I guess Jesus you, you could say both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Wait, was it Jesus or his dad? Yeah. Who cares? <laughs> uh, so back to the U.S. Uh, the idea was to start uh, a brewery that took European styles uh, and techniques and put their own American twist on them. They wanted to brew similar beers that they f- would find in small family-owned uh, European breweries. A lot of these breweries that they visited on on their own while they were out there. Uh, all their equipment, which is kind of interesting, is traditional European-style equipment, such as their copper kettle, which comes from the German brewery uh, Weihenstephan. Interesting. Or is it Weihenstephan? Don't they pronounce uh, W's like V's? Yeah, probably. <clears throat> Was there an umlaut ahead, above it when you read it? or? Oh, I didn't, I didn't even check. <laughs> Uh, and then they also only use noble hops for their, uh, for, from European farms. Interesting. Well, that's pretty cool. Um, it, you know, it, it's always cool to just kind of see like the, you know, Chicago is, I think kind of like the hot spot for like craft breweries and like yeah. how many different styles, like, you know, like, uh, off color is, you know, kind of like more funkier beers and stuff like that. And dovetails more like European, like. They, she's right here. Uh, they specialize in European beers. Uh, like it, it's just cool to just see all the different styles that uh, you know. Like it could be very easy just to be like, we make here's our IPA, lager, yeah, like pale ale. But no, they 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 were like, this is what we're good at. We're not going to venture out, and that's more power to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, also, I, I realized I said, was that Jesus or his dad? His dad is God. Yeah, like a stepdad. It would it be step. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know either. But I realize I'm sure if there's someone who's religious, they'll yell at us. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rob, anything else here on Dovetail's history or their founders? Uh, no, that's it. All right. Well, let's uh, let's hop to it here. Let's get to our first beer, Hellas Lager. Uh, would you like to pour or read? Uh, I'll pour. Pour. All right. This is the first crack of the year. You hesitate. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's all right, we, we got to work from home. Uh, <laughs> brewed especially for baseball season, this Hellas is the ultimate easy-to-drink beer. Malty, floral, refreshing. Uh, this is 4.4% ABV. Uh, we will not talk about the bottle and can design. Every single one has the same. It is just a... It, it's a very nice-looking, like, I think that is an attention-grabbing um, can. Yep. But it's just, you know, it's just a yellow background, white bottom with the with dovetail, the dovetail. Yeah, and the dovetail joint as well. Yes, exactly. Um, 
trying to see, like, their, their logo, like, oh, it's the D and then the Small Beast Brewery. Uh, that, makes, uh-huh. that makes a lot of sense. Um, so, yeah. Clever. It's, yeah, yeah clever. It, you know, it, it, it's definitely one that pops out. It's, you know, it's kind simplistic. of bright enough and simple, you know, very similar to, like, Maplewood and stuff like that, where it's just baseline design. Don't need to get fancy with it. Sure. Uh, but let's talk about the beer here. Let's get some smells. That I, I am definitely getting those kind of like warm, kind of just malty vibes from that. Yeah, um, like like I, like I think we like to say like rice, kind of like you know. Yeah, I would say so. But it, yeah, I like the malty. Like got a little bit of a malty backbone in, in the smell. It's not um, very see through too. I guess not. It's probably not going to taste like your typical typical lager. I think it's going to have a little more oomph behind it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely going to. I mean, you know, floral, so that's going to give it a little bit more of a more of a earthy, earthy tone to it, I suppose. Sure. Uh, but I mean, taste is one thing. Or smell is one thing. Smell is one thing. Taste is also one thing, but it's also another. And in this case, there's only one way to find out. <laughs> it's it's our <laughs> first time. That was rough. <laughs> that is very refreshing. Wow. Very. It's sessionable. I mean, just yes. very easy drinking. Yeah, easy drinking. Definitely easy a baseball going. beer. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I could see myself just. I mean, I, I, unfortunately, I don't think they sell them at many baseball stadiums. I don't think so yet. Uh, yet, uh, I haven't even seen it at the cra- uh, their the craft at the craft cave, cave yeah. and at the Sox Park yet. But yet, that's yes. the key word. Yet, yes. Uh, if anyone who works at the G Spot or Wrigley is listening, hit us up or hit tough. Actually, hit dovetail up. We won't be able to help you yeah. uh but hit dovetail up and just make sure to mention us and they'll We'd say love to be able to help you they'll say who uh, that you know that doesn't matter anyway um yeah i this is a very enjoyable very easy drinking beer oh yeah it's it's um it's kind of it's definitely one of those beers that i would probably like give to my dad you know and tell him like hey try this like it's it's gonna be light enough for you to crush but you know how it's close enough to the lines of your Miller lights and your Coors lights, where it's not a cheap beer by any means, right? But you know, it's it's closer along those lines that it's an easy transition into like a craft beer. Exactly, I tell them like it's it's light enough for you, but it's got more flavor than you would get from your normal Coors lights. Yes, which is his favorite. And again, four point four percent. So this is very very easy drinking. Um, I mean, Rob, if you were going to pair this with something. I figure yeah. you're probably going to go along, along the lines of a baseball kind of food. I, you know, I was kind of thinking that, but I really want to go with like a pizza. Okay. I yep. really want a thin crust Chicago style pizza with this. Uh, I'm probably going to load that bad boy up with peppers, onions, sausage, mm-hmm. uh, black olives. I mean, I, it's it's that good where I think it's not going to take away from anything that that you're eating especially something with a lot of toppings like a pizza uh, yeah absolutely it's it, yeah like it's like i like i've said many times like you don't want it to dilute from the flavor of your food right. that you're eating yeah absolutely uh i'm gonna go i'm gonna go more traditional baseball not a hot dog but a, a brat okay uh, like i'm just i'm picturing like the brat right now where it's like it's not like burnt but you still got like a little bit a little of that charred like, little char on the top but like yeah. you still like see like a little bit of, like the white i suppose or okay you know what i'm talking yeah like, yeah yeah or i guess like a light brown or it's like kind sandy of popping brown. out yeah a little popping out and then you yeah. can just put some dijon mustard on there and some grilled onions on top 
you got to go grilled onions when it comes grilled to onions brought. We 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 conceded <laughs> that we we settled that one in court. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like I'm just picturing getting that and maybe just like a side of like Lay's potato chips. Okay, I think that's like a perfect just kind of summer meal. Maybe get a little watermelon on the side of there too. There you go. Hop on the bleachers and you're you're ready to go. Yeah, I guess they don't really sell watermelon at the bleachers, but no. Maybe if you're at like you a bring kit, some. You could. I, if you're actually, tailgating at the Sox Park, I mean, it, this would work as well. Bring your own watermelon there. I could do that. I can. I can think I could sneak a watermelon into Wrigley. Um, a whole watermelon? I'll just say I'm really fat. Uh, they're not going to say anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you weight shaming me? I'm sorry. Are you weight shaming me? Uh, fair. I, I mean, we don't really have to get the time of year. It's it's summer. This yes. is this is a this is one. Even if you're not at a baseball game, you know, you're just kind of like porch drinking. You're, yeah. You know, you're just out. You're out on the patio. This is a perfect beer for it. Absolutely. And you could. I mean, ther- theoretically, you could drink this year round. But I mean, it's just. I feel like that much more enjoyable. In the it, summer. it hits different. It yes. hits different when yeah. it, the weather, weather's warmer. Um, absolutely. That's a great way to put it. Uh, I mean, Rob, let's let let's jump into a little score here for Hellas Lager. Um, you want to remind people what our scoring rubric is? Yes, absolutely. I, not sure if you guys listened to last week's episode. We did cover it, but I don't know if it might have been a little loud in the brewery. But uh, zero to one, sip, sip, dump. Uh, really, like you cannot stand it. It's like that black saison that Joe and I had right before the end of the second season. Yeah. <laughs> one to two, if it's free. Like a, uh, I mean, this is like a Bud Light. Yeah, this is a Bud. Yeah, Bud Light. Someone hands you a Bud Light. You're not happy about it, but you're no. gonna drink it. It's a free beer. Sure. Uh, two to three, one and done. Probably not that great. Um, like you're still gonna finish the beer, but it's you. You're not gonna pick up another one. Yeah, it's likely you paid thirteen bucks for that. You're gonna, you're gonna finish it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, three to three point five, one and done, but would get again. So kind of like maybe like a heavier beer per se for me, like a double IPA. Yeah. But I still would probably want to. I'd try it again, but just yeah. maybe not that day. Especially with something that's maybe like you had in a can. It's maybe not its freshest. You want yeah. to get that on tap. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 3.51 to 4 would get again, but definitely better on tap. That's something Joe and I constantly talk about on yes. the show is we try all these different beers, but we're like, I really want to taste how fresh that would be yeah. on tap. Yeah. Uh, 4 to 4.99. <laughs> All reliable, uh, our three one twos, our Bells Oberon, um, Boston Lager, Boston Lager. Yeah. Yep, something that's always going to be in your fridge no matter what. Yes, and then five top tier, perfect beer for me. It's Guinness for Joe. It's Anti Hero, yes. and for almost everyone, Daisy Cutter. Yes, uh, yeah, <laughs> no, it's yeah. Uh, with all of that, Rob, what are you what are you scoring? Dovetail Hellas Lager. I, uh, I'm going to put it at a all reliable. I mean, it definitely oh, is up there. I, I'm going to give it a 4.05 just because... Just, just getting in there, nice. Just because I think you can really... Like I said, theoretically, you can drink it year-round. It's probably more crushable in the summer, but I really... I could see this like at a local liquor store or at a, a, at a grocery yeah. store, see a four-pack, and I'm picking that bad boy up. Anybody, anybody could drink it. It's... It's gonna work in any fashion. Yeah, the, you know, this is like when like you're like you're just having a night and you like want to get like a like a quick snack. Like this is actually sure. like Chex Mix. You're like yeah, you're like you know what? Like it's not the most crazy thing out there, but it's just no. it's over. It's good. It's all reliable. Uh, I'm. It's just gonna miss all reliable for me. I I really do like this. I think there are better dovetail beers. 
we'll get into it. Yeah. Uh, but this is definitely would get again. I do want to have this on tap. I haven't had this on tap. I want to go to Dovetails. Uh, their, their patio is one of the nicest there. Oh. So, like, you get, like, kind of, like, look, I believe you get looks of, like, kind of the the L going by. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a really nice area. I'm going to give this a three point. We'll go 3.81. I, I really nice. like this beer. Um, yeah, yeah, again, perfectly crushable. Uh, I don't get many Hellas Lagers these days. No. But this is You a don't see too one. many. No. But this is this is a very good one. Yeah, unless it's like an import or something like that. I don't right. really see a whole lot of them. Right. Um, Rob, any last notes here on Dovetail Hellas Lager? Uh, no, that's it for me. All right, let's get into the Kolsch-style ale here. If you would hand me your glass here, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, that's better. See, you got to tap it. I didn't tap it. It's like it's like an N sixty four. You got to blow in the cartridge real, real quick. <laughs> I uh, I tried to pull. I just tried to pull it. I got my my nail got caught. I had to try again just to loosen it up. But hey, hey we got we got a whole year to get this <laughs> yeah. right. Uh, so Kolsch, uh, very simple description. A happy beer, sessionable, makes you want to have glass after glass. Fruity, floral, crisp. So going to be probably somewhat similar to the Hellas Lager. Yeah, yeah, I think it's gonna be. Yeah, I think it's it is going to be just a little bit more fruity. Um, you could definitely tell by already like the carbonation on this is much more than the Hellas Lager. Yes, the bubbles are sticking to the side of the glass. On yeah, this. kind of Pilsner-ish looking. Right. Yeah, and it's it's a little bit more opaque. Uh, Hellas was very see through. This one, you got a little cloud. Yeah, in there. a little bit. Uh, let's get a smell there. You do get those kind of. I, I don't want to say more citrus, floral. but floral kind of like bananas for the next one but like just kind of like that a little bit fruit, like like maybe like yeah. a pe- like a pear smell a little bit maybe okay uh just just kind of like a very subtle fruit i would say it's, it's definitely more floral than than the hellas for sure yes absolutely um let's see what is the this one is also uh, this one's 4.6 percent abv uh but rob as a wise man once said <laughs> there's only one way to find out cheers cheers A little bit of banana notes, actually, I would say. Maybe slight. Did we pour the right one? Yes. We did. (laughs) No, it definitely doesn't have a Hefeweizen type of taste to it, but it definitely has kind of floral notes that I would associate with a Hefe, but it's still very light, crushable. Yeah, you know, cultures, they they vary. Like, some are, some lean a lot heavier on fruity notes, and they're a little bit more, like, I guess, like, juicy in a way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like especially in the look, too. Like, some of them look like apple juice. Right, and then uh, some are, like, bready. Yes. Like, kind of, or malty, uh, per se. Yeah, it, I, I think this one probably falls kind of in the middle of both of those. It's not too, too far either way. Sure. It's enjoyable. It's definitely refreshing. I think I would probably take the Hellas over this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I agree. Kolsch's are hit or miss. I, I mean, I like this, but it's it's not, like, the best Kolsch I've ever had. No. And it's not the best ducktail beer I've ever had. Yeah, I would say, I I think I would, I, I'd have to look back at the scoring rubric, but I liked Solomoth's uh, Kolsch. Yeah, the Lou that is Kolsch more than this one. Um, yeah, this one, uh, it, it doesn't stay on your tongue long either. It's very it's very quick throughout the whole, um, kind of the whole drinking process of this. Yeah. 
I'm trying to see if I can find it. I don't need, oh, here we go. Okay, so I scored it a 4.05, you scored it a 4.23. It's definitely gonna be well below there, I think for me, but I guess before we get there, we should get into food pairing. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, you know, I, I, I never really can like figure out what kind of is the best food pairing for a Kolsch. No. Again, because they do vary a little bit. Uh, I think this one does have like a little bit more carbonation to it, so you're probably going to want to lean. I mean, probably into that barbecue grill kind of. That's territory. what I was just thinking, like a like a pulled pork or like a burnt burnt ends. Um, Give me a grilled chicken sandwich with coleslaw on it. Okay, I like that. I'll go pulled pork with coleslaw, but definitely some some tangy barbecue sauce that kind of yeah. will maybe go hand in hand with those uh, fruity sweet floral notes. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It'll definitely be a good coolant for that. Yeah, um, yeah I, I do like that. Uh, time of year wise, Rob, when are you going to enjoy uh, a nice Kolsch? Probably summertime again. Yeah. Uh, spring or summer, just more in the warmer uh, months, just because of how light and crisp it is. Agreed. Uh, I think I, I think springtime might be the most optimal for this particular Kolsch. Um, I do, I do like it. It's just not. It's not my favorite Kolsch. And sure, I, there are definitely Kolsches that are better in the summer as opposed to uh, this one. Right, because that's so funny. <laughs> um, I mean, let, let's jump into scoring here yes. for this Kolsch, Rob. What uh, what do, what are you scoring? What are you scoring this as? Um, so I probably I probably would get it again. Yeah, but it's just not something that's going to blow you away. If I'm at uh, dovetail maybe sometime we visit over the summer and I see it on tap I'll probably try it uh, I'll, I'll give it a 3.30 3.30 I will say I believe they they have this like I, I believe it's for their Kolsch they have this I don't know what you call it but it's like you order it and it's like 15 Kolsches and like a little like tray or something it, it looks really cool they have wow. it during the summer we're gonna have to go and try it like it okay. looked so cool you had me at trays yeah I, I i like don't know how to describe it i'll have to show you a picture uh but it's really cool uh but i'm gonna be along the same lines i definitely do think it is a would get again uh i mean again your mileage varies on kolsch's i sure. don't normally want to get more than one or two kolsch's right uh so i'm gonna go with a I'll go with a three point three point two six. Okay. Uh, it's enjoyable, but it's it's not my favorite Kolsch. I would probably choose a few other beers over this one. Sure, probably would switch over right after having one. Yeah, this is uh, this is a good like kind of like palate starter, I suppose. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a good beer, but it's it's not my favorite. Still nice. good. Still good. Yeah. Uh, scored in threes. That's good for this this podcast. Uh, Rob, let's move on to the Hefeweizen. The Hefe. There you go. Here's your second crack. Let's hear it. There you go. Get the tab. There you go. Oh, look at that. Oh, yeah. That was a fluid motion yes. right there. Uh, a rich, yolky orange wheat beer featuring the aroma of clove and fruit in perfect balance. Refreshing on a warm day with a hint of mandarin orange-like acidity. Banana clove, effervescent, sunny. Uh, 4.8% ABV. We're slowly rising up there. Oh, you do definitely get a lot of that, like, banana smell right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Usually I'm not 
a big fan when a Hefe is too overpowering with that banana type of taste to it. So that, it'll be interesting. But I, I'm kind of hoping that it, I get more of that, uh, like, mandarin orange type of taste. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen mandarin orange used as a description for, like, usually I've seen blood orange. I don't orange, think so either. <laughs> not mandarin orange. Uh, I also don't normally see effervescent, so that's always a fun word to see. Wow. I, I completely missed that word. Uh, let's take a look at the color. Definitely a little bit dark. You are getting that kind of like orangish kind of color to it. Uh, yes. I guess Light you could orange, say. Yeah. I could say. You, I, I guess you could say yogi. Um, yeah. I've also I, never heard I don't, that described. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if it's just firsts. trying to describe like like maybe it's like a like a whitish orange. I don't know. Yeah. When but it talks about yogi. I mean, we could look at it, we could smell it all day, but there really is only one true way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. Hmm. I think the banana is a lot more subtle in the taste than it is in the smell. Yeah. Um, and it's it's very, like, slow rising as I'm kind of... Talking, let it sit on my tongue a little bit more. I do pick up the mandarin orange, actually, with the aftertaste. Let me get it, let me get it. I do... Kind of re- kind yeah. of re- brings me back to being a kid. With the little, uh, the little orange mandarin. cups? Yeah. Maybe that's what they use. Maybe. Just dropping a little bit of that. I feel like we bring that snack up on like those. once a week. Uh, <laughs> those little mandarin oranges <laughs> that came so in good. like a... I think they came in a can. Like yes. you never have the. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember just the 90s, of course. taking a fork and just <laughs> sticking the fork in the can and just same with the pe- same with the peaches. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, this is a good hefe. You know, I think some hefes do, like you said, like lean a little bit too much on that banana taste, and it does take away. But sure, I think this is nicely balanced. I think this is. Uh, I agree. Another one that's, I don't know if you could necessarily use the word refreshing for a hefe, but it's it's delightful. It is. it is delightful for this. I like that actually. Um, it's, it's flavorful enough to kind of distinguish itself from normal hefes. Yes. You know, like it's definitely one of those where if I drink and I'm like, oh, that's, that's very different. Mm-hmm. That's very enjoyable, very tasty. Um, not, um, yeah, not your typical hefe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and it very, very smooth too. Yes. Uh, very easy going down and especially at 4.8. Uh, percent it is it is quite effervescent if i use that word correctly <laughs> i don't think i did i have no but idea. we're gonna we're gonna I don't even know what it means um let's not even look it up no uh, we're just we're just gonna use it ironically i agree um yeah agreed agreed bonnie um bonnie we actually had to fire todd he he was doing some not some chill thing so bonnie's actually our producer now <laughs> he took over as the producer <laughs> Um, oh man! Um, <laughs> let's move past that. Do you uh, have a food pair? Yeah, I was thinking like I'm trying to think something too. like on the sweeter side of things. Not sure. like not like a des- like a super dessert dessert thing, but like no. like something maybe with like a little cinnamon in it. It doesn't mm, even maybe okay. even need to be a dessert. Uh, maybe like maybe if you want to do like like a like some kind of salad that has like fruits in it and stuff like that, or like okay. a. Like, I'm trying to think. Um, um, 
Is it a caprese salad? No, that's not it. No, that's like tomato and mozzarella, I think. Yeah, no. Um, there, there are salads out there with like apples. I actually had a salad yesterday fruit salad. with an apple. I guess you could I, actually a fruit salad isn't bad with that. Um, yeah, I, I just I think like something a little bit sweeter. Right? And again, not necessarily like it has to be like a chocolate cake or something like that, but like. Just something that's not... Uh, I don't think this would go well with, like, a burger or something like that. No, and that's why I'm trying to think what to do as well. I feel like usually my go-to is with, like, citrusy beers is to go, like, uh, to go wings um, or some kind of barbecue. I'm trying to go outside of I feel like this would typical. cool your mouth a little bit with that. It would, and especially, like, if you did, like, a mango habanero type of sauce with the wings or... Uh, you know what? Let's do a, let's just do it like a dry rub. <laughs> <laughs> what you wish for. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll go wings. Cause you get a little bit with the hefe. I feel like you do, since it's a wheat beer, you get a little bit of a bready backbone. So you don't, I don't, Sorry. for me, I don't want a carbo load. You know, I feel like wings would go well with it. Where are you getting your wings from? Uh, um, good question. Actually, I had Wingstop actually recently, and I used to hate Wingstop. Are, are, are you are you on the Wingstop? Train I'm on the fake? Wingstop train now. It's it's so much. I used to not like. It. I, I same, but but it's you so gotta go better. bone in, not boneless. I went boneless, and it's delicious. <laughs> um, also, some of the best fries out there. Uh, time of year wise, Rob. Um, I could drink this in the fall. I feel like. Yeah, I think this is a good fall. Early spring, too. Uh, like, I could see myself, like, in, like, late March, April. I, I feel like yeah. that'd, that'd be a good time, you know. That's where you'll really enjoy more of those citrusy notes, and I think, with the beer. Maybe get, like, a rainy day. Like, I feel like this would be a good rainy day yeah. there. Uh, just bring, you know, bring your spirits up a little bit. <laughs> uh, but, no, I yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think that those are kind of the best times for it. Uh, Rob, if we're scoring this, where, where, are you, where are you putting the Hefe? Is it better than the Kolsch? Better than the Hellas? What do, what do we... What are we feeling here? I wouldn't put it better than the Hellas, but it's definitely better than the Kolsch. For me, I definitely want to try this on tap. Yes. I mean, it is. I really I think you'll pick up on a tap. lot of flavors with this thing on, yes. on, on draft. I'm going to go with 3.87. 3.87. I like it. Uh, yeah, this is going to be high for me, too. Um, absolutely would get again. Definitely. Probably, you know what? I'm going to give this right at a four. I, I really like this beer. I definitely want to get this again, and I, you know, I, I want to like, I have the right to reserve my opinion to up my score if it's better on draft. Uh, all right, Rob. Any, anything else on the dovetail Hefeweizen? No, that's it for me. All right, let's get to the main event here. We've got dovetail Vienna style lager, uh, a fan favorite. Oh, yeah, that's the best crack so far. All right, copper in color <laughs> with a warm malty character. It's made with 100% Vienna malt and Styrian golden hops. Nice Rich, caramel-toned, inviting. <laughs> Bonnie, you're not doing a good job as a producer. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, let's, get a, let's get a whiff of this one. Uh, so, Rob, you, you, you were telling me something off air about Vienna-style lagers and a discovery you made. Yes. So I discovered this from that from the book I mentioned from last week's episode, uh, Barrel-Aged Stouts and Selling Out, the story about Goose Island. They talked about how 
uh, Goose Island and uh, uh, Sam Adams Brewery kind of didn't really didn't come together, but they both fought the same battle of trying to get into bars together. And what I didn't realize is Boston Lager is te- technically a Vienna style lager. Did not know that. I didn't know that either. I thought it was more of like a, I guess, an English, a, English or American lager, whatever. Yeah, an English lager. Because I've never seen it classified it like on the bottle as a Vienna lager. No, it doesn't say that. Um, yeah, that's that's very cool. Uh, it's probably why we like this beer so much. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a the the smell. It, it you just get those kind of rich kind of malty smell. It's very. Very little caramely, little caramely, but it's not too overpowering. I feel like right, yeah. It's 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 subtle enough. Um, I think we talked about this would be a good candle. I think I think you're right. Yeah, uh, we're just keeping it there. We've <laughs> talked enough about soap today, Rob. Uh, and the 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 color on this, you definitely see that like kind of like light caramel. You see the more of the light caramel like on the top. It's kind of like when you like. Oh, that's you put, interesting. You put like vinegar and oil, and like like the the caramel is like going to the top, and it's a little bit lighter on the bottom. Maybe that's just the way the light is hitting it. No, I I but completely like, agree. It's so strange. It's but I mean it's it's a very pretty beer to look at. It is. Um, I would freeze this and just display it, and then just continuously <laughs> freeze. It. Probably also explode. But um, Rob, all those are fun and right, but there's only truly one way to find out how it tastes. Cheers, my friend. Cheers. Oh, that's a tasty oh, bad so boy. Good. This is just a... Just so well-balanced. This is like a mood of like a... It's Friday. It, you just got off the clock. Like, you're sitting down either on your couch or like at a at a restaurant. And you just order one of these. And it's just like... It's just so calming. It tastes so good. It's just good vibes. Yes. Good vibes. Yeah. Um, kind of like what I said with the smells. I think with the taste as well. It's not too overpowering. Like, it's just light enough and crush crushable enough um you could have this with anything yeah yeah but to to drink all night but also the flavor backs it up as well agreed yeah yeah the flavor is it yeah it's just you you get a little richness but not too much no just warm enough sits perfectly yes just malty enough a little bit of caramel taste it's it's Perfectly, perfectly balanced as as all things should be. Uh, this is five point one percent ABV, so again, like slowly rising up there, but still, like something you get a four pack of, yeah, you're good to go. Right? Uh, yeah, you won't you won't get into too much trouble as long as you're not driving. <laughs> um, but uh, very, very enjoyable, Rob. If you're a parent, if you, you know, let, let, let's go back to that Friday night okay. scenario. Say you're at a restaurant. What what do you, what, what do you got food wise in front of you? I feel like one of my favorite appetizers is just that giant stuffed pretzel with some melted, uh, like, beer cheese. I could see this in the beer cheese. Yes. Bobby can, too. She heard beer cheese because she got excited. You all right there, Bobby? Oh, my gosh. Where'd you come from? <laughs> you okay? <laughs> uh, we might have to fire this producer, too. Um, it's okay. <laughs> you're not making the best audio there, Bobby. Um, while well, Rob takes care of that, uh, food pairing for me, I, I, f- I feel like a burger for this. Like, I feel like this just really well with a burger. Uh, like I'm, I always pictured like Boston lager with a burger, like Red Robin. That was always something that was heavily displayed in their ads. Uh, and I could just see myself getting like a nice burger. Let's go from, uh, 
Let's go from Kuma's Corner. Ooh. Uh, just, a, just a real nice burger there. Uh, get a little get a little onion, get a little garlic aioli mayo on there. Are we all right over here? <laughs> yeah. She shit on you? No, I don't think so, actually. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so burger and uh, giant stuffed pretzel and beer cheese. Um, time of year-wise, Rob? Uh, for time of year, I feel like it's definitely the fall time. Just because, I think I said this when we did the Chicago episode, but it's definitely, I think, would be like my change up to a Oktoberfest style beer. Yeah, yeah, definitely, because especially with those like kind of maltiness, like the, the malt, malty or heavy uh, style to it, absolutely. Uh, this would be a good bonfire, campfire beer, just sitting around a fire, enjoying this. Uh, like gives you a kind of like warm feeling inside. Uh, it's just it's it's just a damn near perfect beer. Yes. Um, speaking of, let's get into our score here. Uh, as I said, it's damn near perfect. Uh, I don't really remember what we I I scored it like four different times uh, in the summer. But I mean, this is an old reliable. This is one oh, that uh, if I'm at biddings and I'm just looking, I'm just looking for something easy to go with. I'm grabbing it. I'm putting it in my fridge, keeping it up, keeping it cold for the for the remaining time. It's going to be in my fridge, which won't be long. Uh, I'm going to give this a four point seven eight. I oh, really man. like this beer. Really high on yes. this one. Okay. Um, I definitely probably wouldn't put it uh, as I, I was trying to find. I guess where I put Boston Lager, and... I gave a Boston Lager a five, so... Okay. I... Well, it doesn't matter. I'm not going to... I'm not going to spend too much time looking back. But I'm going to go with, like, a four a 4.45 here. Uh, hold on, sorry. Doing a search here. Are you going to look it up? Maybe we've never technically scored it. I thought we had a Sam Adams episode, but I could be wrong. Oh yeah, we did. Uh, you gave it a four point four one. Oh shoot. Okay, I don't. I don't want to score it as high as Boston Lager. Then I'll go four point four zero. Four point four zero. Just so just oh, just below it. Point oh one below. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, this is this is a great beer. This is definitely the best one from Dovetail uh, that I've ever had. Uh, Rob, I guess you already kind of answered the question in the beginning. Are there any other dovetail beers that you've had or any that you've maybe heard about that you've always wanted to try? Um, you know, I'm actually not too familiar with theirs. Um, I, I'm sh- I think that they do have a Dunkle, though. I, they do have a Dunkle. And they probably have a Bach as well. They have a Dunkle Bach, I believe. Oh, then I, And it's very good. I'd love to try those. Uh, I tried looking for it. I think it was out of season. But, Makes uh, sense. Yeah, they, they have a good I think they have like a... Was it called a Rauk beer or something? Like it's like very smoky. Oh yeah. I remember our friend uh, Dave from Beer in Front. He, I think he had it as one of his beer in fronts. So I'll have to go back and look at it. But uh, Dovetail, they, I mean, they make very good beers. Um, it's a place I definitely want to go back to. I've only been a couple times, but uh, just a very cool atmosphere. Uh, I actually have a really cool tote bag that I got from them when I did a pickup, uh, which is awesome. I use it all the time. Uh, and it's the it, it dovetails also. If if you have if you haven't been dovetail, if you haven't tried any dovetail beers, give it a try. Uh, eat, especially Vienna style lager. Nice, such a good beer. Uh, Rob, anything else? That's it for me. All right, let's get into uh, let's get a little into a little another beer news. Yes. Uh, so for me, I had two be- two other beers from Three Sheeps I didn't mention on last week's show. 
I had the Bon Bon Milk Stout because I, I it's that's you have to that's Bonnie's uh, nickname for those who don't know. <laughs> uh, it it was good. It, it's it's a chocolate milk stout. It, I didn't think the chocolate was too overpowering. Um, I think you did talk about pretty tasty this on the three three sheep show. Oh, I might have. Because we also definitely talked about Cashmere Hammer. That's the one Pat had. Yes, I had Cashmere Hammer as well. I uh, just wanted, I really liked that one. I thought it was just uh, like perfectly uh, like toasted and very uh, uh, kind of like a, yeah, like toasted barley, t- uh, malted barley type of taste to it. Very um, cool. And then a little fun fact that just came out today, actually. It's just so strange. Yeah. Monster Energy Drinks. Has acquired the company Canarchy. That's supposed to be Canarchy, not Canark. <laughs> Canarchy Craft Collective, and that is the company that owns breweries like Oscar Blues and the Florida brewery Cigar City, which you see a lot of their beers in. The Oscar Blues. I know they make the Dale Pale Ale. Um, they, I'm not too familiar with. They theirs. also. I think they made like a mustard beer or something. Like, I, I gotta look it up. Uh, hold on. Go ahead and riff for a little bit while I look this up. <laughs> um, but Cigar City has uh, J.I.E., I think is the name name of the beer. Uh, I'm trying to remember, but, I mean, yes, very... They, they, made uh, a, they partnered with French's Mustard and made a mustard beer. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know if they still make it. But I know J.I.E. or J.I.E. Yeah, J and I. Running back for yeah. the... Their IPA is pretty, uh, probably their most famous beer, but I, I love their logo. It's kind of that like classic like Havana type of logo you would see on like a cigar sticker. Interesting. Cool. So uh, I, I guess we're probably going to do an Oscar Blue show yeah, at some probably. point here uh, in celebration. Uh, anything else here, Rob? That's it for me. Well, from one uh, acquisition to another, Molson Coors will stop production of St. Archer uh, they are sell it. They are selling that brand to uh, Kings and Convicts. Molson will still retain the rights, but packaging and distributing will cease. This is due to a lack of growth for Straight Saint Archer, despite its very strong popularity out out in the West Coast. Um, th- this is a bit of an interesting note because this is the second time Kings and Convicts has stepped in and purchased a smaller brewery from a larger corp. Uh, Ballast Point being its first. They bought that from ah. Constellation back, uh, I want to say last year or early, early 2020. Yeah. Um, so that, that, you know, and so that their kind of big thing is trying to acquire a lot of West Coast. They're trying to build like their their empire out out West, uh, just kind of combating with Molson and Anheuser and all these people. So uh, just kind of cool to see. Uh, shout out to Brian. He was the one that, that sent that to me. So, Very uh, cool. You know, keep keep sending that stuff over to me. I will I will absolutely report on it. Well, not report on, it, just talk about it and give a shout out. Give a shout out, of course. Uh, but just kind of cool to just see like someone other than AB or Molson buying craft breweries. Yeah, like I mean, it would be cool if they didn't. <laughs> but sometimes you can't have it always what you want. So right, uh, just kind of cool to just kind of see like their plan, and it'll be interesting to kind of watch Kings and Convicts and see where they go from here and what kind of other brands because they, they've just picked off these little small brands that weren't working for them uh so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see uh other than that some other beers that i've had since the last time we talked uh in terms of 2021 
Uh, in Vegas, I had uh, Tanaya Creek Brewing's Gypsy Fade. Uh, this was a very crushable, deceptively smooth TM IPA. Uh, knocked back a good number of these. Uh, I'm going to need to be on the lookout for this thing at Benny's. This was very good. Um, and then, of course, it's the holiday season. I had to get a holiday a Sam Adams holiday pack. Uh, their newest one from their holiday white ale. Uh, I mean, say what you will about Sam's summer beers, but they knock Almost every winter ale out of the park. Oh, 100%. Uh, old Fezziwig. Uh, fuck, what's the other? Uh, I mean, even their winter lager, I would winter, say. Yeah, fantastic. winter lager is the uh, cold snap, if you want to consider yes. that. Well, I mean, they, they make some really good winter beers and uh, fall beers as well. But uh, the cinnamon spice of this and the like, kind of hints of orange in it just made it so refreshing. Very crushable. Very nice. And then, of course, it's not a show without me uh, bringing up revolution so i have to bring them up i had stratosphere oh this one was just okay uh smooth little slight dankness on there did grow on me as time when i did have four of them uh, <laughs> uh but I, I do want to try it on tap i think i will get a little bit more of that dankness and kind of flavor to it so i look forward to that um right before we close things out here you know it it is the new year you want to get you want to just get that fresh start and the, the best way to do that is get a fresh look. Yes. Let's get a haircut. Where, where should I go? Uh, you're going to go to Elevate Salon in downtown LaGrange. Actually, Joe, it kind of looks like you just got a fresh cut. I was. Fresh I, I, cut. I saw our guy Candido there uh, Monday. Always always good to see Candido. Always good to get uh, tips from him and just see, let him work his magic. Yep. Uh, he's the best in the business. He explains to you like how he's how he's cutting your hair, what he's doing. It's It's a really cool experience. And I, it's it's the ble- it's the best place to get your hair cut. Absolutely. Uh, if you go there, if you you know when you call, let them know the the beer bros sent you. If you do, uh, Candido will run a comb through your hair free of charge. <laughs> uh, <it> <laughs> usually costs twenty bucks, but he'll do it for free. Um, <laughs> Rob, uh, any, anything else from? Uh, from from dovetail from other beer news, what, what do you got for me? What do you got for me? <laughs> I don't really have uh, much. All right. Uh, well, coming up, we don't have it scheduled yet. We're going to talk about this once we log off here. But we've got a, we've got a lot of exciting ideas out there. You guys heard some uh, in our 2021 year in review. I'm sure we're going to do a lot of live episodes this year. So Rob and I are going to work on it. We're going to get the next couple months here figured out. And obviously, it's subject to change when things just happen. But I mean. We've got a lot of options. Yes. A lot of options. So it's going to be an exciting year. It will be. Yes. This is uh, this is hashtag our year. Uh, Rob, let's close this bad boy out. Yep. Uh, as always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. And as always, cheers. cheers. New year, new shout out. What up, Brian? <laughs> <laughs>